Welcome back to the Kicks and Picks podcast. Coach Steve here along with Scotty. Coming off an 8-2 and two week. It was the first time we recorded as a trio in a few weeks before that. You know, Nick said, I think that's the magic. That's, that, that's what got us to bounce back. And then here we are opening the show. And there's only two of us on camera. Or if you're listening, there's only two of us uh, that you're going to hear for now. Scott, I don't know. I don't know. He's telling us it's it's the fact that three of us are back together and he's not here. He's ruining the mojo. I mean, it's whatever happens this weekend, it's on him. My my hands are clean. You know, I, I put my picks in this morning. I got the podcast all set up and ready to record, you know, per his request at nine o'clock tonight. And uh, here we are at 915. Still no sign of Nick. He might show up late. Uh, there There is a a slight chance that he makes an appearance in time for the hat trick of picks. So maybe he can salvage this a little bit, but. At least for the opening uh, half hour, you're going to be stuck with just me and Coach. I hope so. I mean, when you got the mojo going like that, like we did last week, felt really good to go eight and two. Um, Podlock did not hit thanks to, to Stu, uh, Stuttgart not getting the job done. But uh, certainly feels good to get a nice winning record together, not just you know skirting by it like 5-4-1 or something like we've done a few times. So uh, we're going to look to do that again. Nick, hopefully we'll be back to give out his picks. If not, he is texting him in the group and – We'll, we'll we'll do it that way, but uh, we hope to get him on at least for the, the the feel of having all of us here for our pod lock. So Scott, not nothing going on in the Premier League this week. It's actually a week off. It's the FA Cup, so we're going to focus on Serie A this week. What games are we targeting here um, on this one? Because there's a couple of big head to heads. Yeah, we do. We have a couple that have what I'd call serious table implications. Um, you've got Napoli at Lazio, which is probably going to be an important match for that that fourth spot in, in the Champions League qualification. Um, those two teams are very heavily involved. And then we've got Inter at Fiorentina, which could be a, a tricky one for Inter, um, obviously looking to win the Scudetto. Um, could drop points here, maybe open it up a little bit more, um, or maybe they get a, a commanding uh, win and uh, kind of push them forward and in, into the, the title race a bit more. So uh, I think we'll, we'll start off with, with Nick's club Lazio. It's a real shame. He's not here for this, but it also allows us to speak a little more frankly, and uh, you won't hear a whole lot of Saudi out agenda in the middle of this. Um, so looking at this one, looks like it's gonna be a tightly contested affair. Lazio being the home, uh, home squad, they get a little bit of a, an edge in the odds here. They're sitting at plus 125 money line draw at plus 200 Napoli at plus 220 two clubs kind of going in different directions right now. Lazio, I think winners of four straight in the league. Um, Napoli kind of been, you know, dropping results here and there. So where do you see this one landing coach? Do you think Lazio are kind of able to, to capture that home momentum um, and, and get three points here? Or do you think Napoli have something to say and, and maybe can get a, a little bit of a result on the road? It, it's, it's tough to um, tip either of these sides. Both have been so inconsistent. Um, I, I still think the big issue for Napoli is going to be that Osiman is still at AFCON, right? Um, I believe Angisa is still at AFCON as well. Two key pieces, starting striker, starting midfielder. Um, and they haven't been in the best form to, without them. Even before they left, they weren't in the best form. Uh, defensively, they've had some trouble. F- first to concede in five of their last seven matches, and that's uh, that's not a stat you ever really want in your favor. I mean, it, it works for Liverpool, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Liverpool's top of the table, and it works for them. But yeah. Napoli hasn't shown the firepower this year to come back when they're down, which is which is the issue they're having. They're coming off the um, Supercopa, where they won in the semifinal against Fiorentina 3-0, lost in the final to Inter 1-0. Um, prior to that in the league, 
mixed bag, you know, going back to December, right before the holiday, you know, Christmas holiday, two nothing loss at Roma, zero zero draw home for Monza, three nothing loss at Torino. They finally bounced back with a win against last place Sarnitana. That was pretty close to the death, um, from what I remember watching that match. It was the ninety, let's just look back, ninety plus six minutes of stoppage time that they found a winner there. So that was even by the skin of their teeth against the the worst team in the league. Um, and then you follow that up with those Super Copa results and not a lot of positive momentum for Napoli. That, to me, is is worrisome going on the road. I know they've been a pretty good road side this season. They've actually got, I think, the third or fourth best road record in the league. Um, but you mentioned it. Uh, Lazio, prior to the Supercopa, was was in a good run of form, um, beating Empoli, beating Frosinone, beating Udinese, teams they should beat, um, also beating Lecce in the league, and also beating Roma in the, the Copa Italia. Uh, quarterfinals won nothing in a... In a Pretty drab match, but they got the winner and they, they got the, the win. It was it was five in all competitions before losing to Inter um, on Friday, three nothing. They got hammered there. How much win does that take out of their sales? I don't know. Um, but if I'm if I'm tipping a side here, I'm probably looking at the home side more likely to get the result. Um, plus one twenty five, good number, but don't think I love it enough to take a risk on that money line because I don't really trust either side's money line here. Um, it's probably not something I'm going to to look at. This almost feels like an undermatch to me just because Napoli has not been scoring much. Um, but as good as both those yeah. money line numbers are, I, I don't think I could take either one. And I'm looking at the draw no bet. Lazio minus 165 is not really playable. Don't think I trust Napoli enough at plus 125 either. Yeah, I think this is one where you know, Nick's not here, so I'll be able to say it without feeling any sort of guilt and jinxing him. I think you just got to kind of plug your nose and just take Lazio money line at home. They are in the right vein of form. Napoli, as you mentioned, you know, haven't been scoring many goals. I think in their last seven matches, they have five goals and four red cards. So um, not exactly the right balance of, of statistics there. Um, struggling without um, without OC men, obviously. I think Raspadori has, hasn't looked great um, from as far as I can tell. He hasn't certainly hasn't taken you know, the opportunity to you know, light the world on fire and um, you know, make a case for himself. So I, I think the lack of goals there and, and knowing how Lazio usually set up, I think Napoli will find it difficult to, to get a goal in this one. And you mentioned that trend of conceding first. It's not really a, a match where you really want to concede first when you have a, a defensive setup yeah. like Lazio at home. Um, it just makes it very challenging. So I think you just got to deal with it. You know, it, it is a scary kind of wager to make, but I think you just got to be happy that you're getting plus money if it comes out the way that it should. Um, so at least that's a little bit of fortuitous, but um, you know, I just, I really don't see Napoli getting much of anything here. Um, it's just, there hasn't been any signs of a, a significant turnaround and uh, I'll call it out. You know, I, I, I am a little bit biased because I, I did say back in, you know, October, late October that I thought, you know, this kind of scenario with Napoli, especially coming into AFCON could play out as it is now. So I'm inclined to double down on, on my original take from, from October and, and and keep it going with uh, a Lazio win here, which I think where would that, if, if Lazio win here, how does that shape out with the table? Does that put them firmly into a uh, uh, fourth or do they have to deal with Fiorentina? So it, yeah, it depends. It, the, the table's a little wonky now because of the Super Bowl uh, in the yeah. past week. There was four matches that didn't get played. I, I said this on my own podcast. I don't know why I said I wouldn't have scheduled the four teams that are all in the Super Copa as like, being head-to-head this match week and just postpone those matches. They end up postponing eight teams from playing. So now you got a bunch of teams on 21, a bunch of teams on 20. Yeah. Um, 
if you look from four down to eight, you have Fiorentina on 34 with 20 matches played. Atalanta is on 20 matches played, 33 points. Same with Lazio. And then it's Roma, 21 matches played, 32 points. Bologna, 20 matches, 32 points. And Napoli, uh, 20 matches played, 31 points. You can kind of see that if things go right for Lazio this weekend, if they were to get the win, Fiorentina were to drop points, it's uh, them and Atalanta could be level on fourth. They could be ahead of Atalanta, depending on the result. So Lazio could really establish themselves uh, firmly in that top four fight. A loss for Napoli could could really be harmful to them, especially if Roma can win their match. And, you know, depending on what happens with the Atalanta match, and, and even if Fiorentina gets some kind of result, like Napoli thinks could go south pretty poorly, I yeah, think, for them. They are edging closer and closer to bottom half of the table, which I'm going to have to go back and clip it. I think when we talked about if Napoli were considered legitimate title contenders back in October, I said it's more likely for them to finish bottom half of the table than it is for them to finish in first place. So I may have to go do a little search the archives and see if I can find that because I, I, I vaguely remember saying something along those lines. Yeah, um, I don't think Genoa will catch them and drop them to 11th, but Torino's on their tail, three three back. Yeah. You know, could be could you be could know. be joint tenth by the end of this weekend. But yeah, um, I you agree. I think know. they are edging closer to missing Europe altogether than they are top four, especially oh, if, if they were to sure. drop all three points here. For sure, yeah, I think them making an appearance in in Europa next year is it's a tough task. I know they were really only one point behind that those spots, but again, just the way that they've been trending the last two months, there's going to be some big turnaround. Um, and I don't frankly know what it is unless they, they find some super manager that's willing to come in and they go through, it would be what their fourth manager in over a year at this point. Yeah. If they have to bring in somebody else. And I know there's talks about Mourinho being interested in the job. Um, don't know if he would take over mid season or if that's more of an eye toward next season, but yeah. yeah, they have not adequately replaced Spalletti by any means, and that that is their biggest issue right now, and um, they're really feeling it. Yeah. So I think that's my play here. I think you're right. It does scream like an under game, which is why, to me, if Lazio do score first, it's a pretty good chance that they, they get all three points. Um, but with the under being minus 170, yeah. I don't think can't you can really touch it. Yeah, I can't touch it. So I think you leave that alone. The play right now would be be Lazio money line, and then you know I'm sure Nick will come in and tell us later that we should have told corners. Corners would have been a lock. <laughs> I don't know which way it would be, but Nick, I guarantee you, he has an angle on corners in this match. Yeah, so. that that's been his new angle too for trying to like get a team that's too big on the money line and and trying to like get it to a playable number. He's been toying around with corners a lot. I know yeah. um, that is his play. He loves corners. I'll make him tweet out a, a corner pick for this game, whether it's like Nop- Napoli team corners, Lazio team corners, or team corners in general. Um, We'll, we'll have him tweet one out before, before match day. All right. I think that's a good segue uh, into our second match of the weekend that we're f- looking at in Italy, um, featuring the other another contender for that top four spot and the uh, potential uh, league leaders. I know they are one match fewer played than Juventus. Um, yeah. So it's going to be Inter traveling to Fiorentina. Fiorentina bit heavier underdog in this one, even at home at plus 280. Draw line is plus 245. Inter right now are going off at minus 115. I think that number has been changing even as we've been talking about picks earlier today. So keep an eye on that. Um, And the total in this one looks like it's a toss-up. You got over 2.5 at minus 110, under 2.5 at minus 115. So um, maybe we'll start there, Coach. We'll we'll save the who we think will win this one because I think that's maybe a bit of an easier question. 
Um, but where do you see this one going in terms of goals scored? Do you think that this is one where Inter, who've been on a bit of a scoring uh, binge lately, continue that trend and they can, you know, kick in a, another couple of goals? Or do you think uh, they play a little bit more conservative on the road and this one ends up going under? Yeah, so this is a tricky one. Uh, more because Fiorentina plays a lot of low-score matches than Inter. I, I think Inter is a, a club that most matches will get two. It's a matter of does Fiorentina get one or vice versa. Does Fiorentina find a way to get two and, and hold Inter in checks to some extent? Um, the reverse fixture was a 4 nothing Inter win at the San Siro. So Inter has plenty of firepower to, to score on this Fiorentina side. I know when we talk the reverse fixture, these are like early early in the season matches now because we're just turning turning the calendar back around. Um, but I, I this is this is definitely I can see why the books have this as a toss up because Inter feels like a team that play another top side maybe get a two two nothing two one win or or you know maybe there's a one one draw coming out of it. like it, it's tricky I can see it going a lot of different ways um, I'm probably not playing the total even though the total is a very playable number at minus one ten or minus one fifteen depending on if you go over under um, just because for me this is a tough one to figure out in terms of how many goals will we get. Um, I know there's some good numbers on the money line and draw no bet, depending on who you like. Uh, I could even see if you wanted to get a little extra juice on, on a team on the money line, you might go the team and over one and a half. I think you get two goals in this match. Um, but I don't think you even have to go there with the way the, these money line numbers are, are shaken out. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, it, I, if I'm taking one of the totals, I'm going to probably take the over just, Based off of recent form, Inter have been scoring. I know they had the 1-0 win over Napoli, but aside from that, I think they had uh, 3-0 win over Lazio, 5-1 over Monza in recent weeks. So they're they're scoring a lot right now. Um, So I could see them getting out pretty quick on this one, especially maybe wanting to get a quick lead off the um, or on the road. Um, uh, Fiorentina, on the other hand, just conceded three to Napoli had a 2-2 draw against Udinese in, in recent weeks. So I know this is a small sample size, but if we want to buy into trends, that seems like this is a game where Inter gets at least two. Um, and so maybe that's another angle we look at is maybe maybe we look at both teams to score. So um, coach, I don't know if you want to pull that up while I go through my the rest of my logic. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think Inter have have been certainly on a roll in, in recent weeks and just in in form in general um they have what eight wins in their their last 10 games um and it it seems like it's going to be a game where fiorentina are probably going to have to get some form of attack going they're not going to just sit there in like a Mourinho style and absorb you know inters pressure the whole game so if if fiorentina can get you one i think this is an easy over at, at minus 110 um the question is what's the better odds are, are both teams to score is that a better number minus so, 140 so that's, you know, I think that's it, right? If you think if you think Fiorentina are getting one, both teams to score at minus one forty, I think you're you're better off just taking the total over two and a half at minus one ten. What do yeah. you think? Does that does that logic play out? Check yeah, I, 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 I think you're better off taking the over than the both teams to score here at that number, considering you get minus one ten versus minus one forty. I, I think if you get both teams to score, I do think you get the over. Uh, it just has that feel, like you said, the way Inter has been scoring, the rate they've been scoring at, I, I do think you're more likely to get the over. Cool. Uh, and talking about corners, I, I just I noticed in the nope. trends, just because I know Nick loves to bring up his corners. Um, Sofa score, you know, they, they do their corners at less than or more than 10 and a half usually. Uh, Fiorentina's going under 10 and a half in 10 straight matches. Inter's going under 10 and a half at five straight. I don't know how, what the corner number is being played at right now. Let's see. The corner set at eight and a half 
at minus 140 for the over. So um, the, the books know. They know. <laughs> they know these teams aren't going over uh, 10 and a half, but they certainly might yeah. go over eight and a half. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I fade that trend. I think I'd take the over at eight and a half. I think yeah, that's, get, that's books getting back to the first match with the getting the cute, was. trying to dare people to, you know, fall in love with that under under corners and then seeing Ooh. that number and trying to get so many corners. They had total in the four nothing Inter went at the San Siro to early in the season. I'm going to say Inter had 10. Fiorentina had two. One one. Two total, Woo! one corner each in a four nothing wow. match. Yeah, well, I guess so that, that makes sense. I guess wild. everything that Inter hit went into the back of the net, didn't go yeah. out. That's the and thing. I guess you, if you want corners, you can't have goals. Yeah. You, need, you need somebody to to clear it out behind the, the net. Um, yeah, no, um, I, I have like, a lock in this match. I'm not going to give my my favorite bet yet. I'll save it. Um, but there is something yeah. I do like. Yeah, there's some. It's it's probably similar to what I like. I I won't tip the reasoning um inter milan at minus 115 minus 110 depending on when you were looking at the lines seems pretty good deal um you know a win here puts them back into to first place over juve actually i think juve may play earlier in the weekend so that may not actually be true but they have a game in hand over juve so at the very least it'll kind of keep them as like the potential front runner in that race um even though juve is our future pick for the scudetto dating back to i think you know, September or October, um, we said that you should get in while you can. Um, but I think Inter can get it done in this one. Um, it seems like a, a very, a very winnable match, even given the difficulty of the fixture. Yeah. And just one other match. We didn't have it listed uh, on our, our ones to cover, but one to keep an eye on also is Milan hosting Bologna. Uh, Bologna were the darlings of the first half of the season in Serie A. They've now dropped a, a couple matches now. Um, and they are sitting down there in eighth eighth position at the table, 32 points. They are traveling to the San Siro. The books are starting to fade Bologna, um, really, because when you look at the, the lines here, you've got Milan minus 155 at home. Bologna is plus 370 on the road. And this is a team that was doing pretty well on the road, at least getting draws, getting results. Their draw no bet is at plus 265 in this one. Um, they are, like I said, not in a great run of form. They have, I'm going to read it off here. Their last four matches, after they beat Atalanta on December 23rd, 1-0 at home, they lost to Udinese away 3-0. That was one that one of us had, or maybe it was the pod lock, I don't remember. Um, 1-1 draw against Genoa at home. uh, Lost to Fiorentina on penalty kicks in the Coppa Italia uh, quarterfinals. And then last weekend, or rather two weekends ago, yeah, two weekends ago because they were one of the teams that had their match, you know, postponed for the Supercopa. 2-1 loss to Cality. So I don't know if the week off did them any good, but um, they're desperate for a win, and and Milan's been in pretty good form uh, for the most part. So this this could be one that really puts them, similar to Napoli, I think, in a tough position for um, even maybe Europa because this is a team that maybe starts to fade if they can't string together a couple wins. Yeah, so uh, I, I like the line of thinking, to be honest with you. Um, before we move on to our picks, I'll filibuster for Nick with just one question for you, coach. Mm-hmm. Roma facing off against their bogey club, Salernitana. Two draws in their last two matches. Salernitana double chances, plus 130. Can Roma get all three points this weekend? Or it's Monday, um, I guess, so it's not even the weekend. Yeah, it's Monday. Um, I, I, I think they have to, first of all. I mean, they should have when they played the first opening match of the season. This was the opener. 
It was a, a brace from Andre Velotti, but it was also a brace from Antonio Candreva. I mean, they were like two hundred goals from Candreva. Great Kandreva. goals from Candreva, yeah. right? Yeah, turned back the clock like prime years and and really pulled him out like out of nowhere. So I, I think considering the form that Salernitana is in, I'm not even taking a double chance even down in Salerno. Uh, and I don't think that's me even being like a Roma homer. I just don't think they're a club you can trust. I mean, they were up one nothing this past week and ended up blowing that match um, to, I believe it was Genoa, if I remember off the top of my head, because I remember Salernitana. Yeah. Yeah, Genoa. Yeah, I remember wanting to take Genoa. I didn't. And then Genoa was down early. And I'm like, oh, maybe maybe it was better. I didn't put that bet in. And then they ended up winning anyway. So um, I'm not trusting Salernitana, even on the double chance at this point. Man, I tried to give you a chance to like reverse jinx your team and, you know, fake some some enthusiasm for Slurnitana's ability to get a result at home. You didn't take it, coach. It's yeah. on you now. If, if Could come there's back drop points me. here, uh, we'll we'll talk next week. And I just want to be fair. I gave you a chance. And if Roma, I'm, I'm going to say right now, I mean, Roma plays the last match of the, the match day on Monday. They'll already have known what happens in those three matches prior uh, that we just discussed. And all those matches affect the table around them. And if there's at, at minimum three, those teams are dropping points. They have to take advantage. Maybe there's four or five. If there's a couple of draws, they, they they have no choice but to win this match against Salernitana, really, if they want to yeah. stay in the mix. Could be a, a, a signature win for De Rossi, some might say. I don't know if you can control anyone against Salernitana signature, but it would it would help. <laughs> uh, enough ball busting. Um, we'll get into our hat trick of picks next. Um, Nick did not show up, so we have his picks written in text. So we'll read those out at the end, but um, we'll start out with my first lock of the week. I'm going straight FA cup. Um, it, we're around that time where there's enough teams have been eliminated that you have some decent matchups going on. Um, but there's still a lot of, you know, league two league one teams that are in it potential upset alerts. We saw quite a few last year, so I'm going to try and see if I can't get on top of a couple of those. My first one, I'm taking Newport County. The league two team at home versus Manchester United, um, Newport County. I'm taking plus three, <laughs> so they're getting three goals with the spread. It's minus one thirty-five, and honestly, like sometimes you just have to believe in something going right in this world. I don't know that Newport County will a hundred percent get the win in this. I would love it. It would be an absolute joy to see the reactions of a Manchester United fans um, losing to a League Two team in FA Cup. And it can certainly happen, but I don't need that to even be the case. I think Newport County will show up at home. Um, usually when you know those fans are showing up to see a team like Manchester United come into their ground, they're just hoping to see a goal from their squad, from their club. And I think that can happen. So if, if Newport County can get a goal that means United are going to have to score five for this bet to lose. And we know United's issues with their forwards, their inability to score. I don't see Rashford getting a hat trick in this one. I don't see Hoyland getting a hat trick in this one. So aside from either of those things happening, I think it's a safe bet that you know United will be kept to at an absolute maximum four goals. But I could also see Newport County defending like savages and, and just keeping United frustrated for, for 90 minutes. So... I'll take the plus three at home. I think uh, Newport County will show up for me and uh, it'll be great if they actually do get a solid result because, you know, not only do I win the lock, but I'll get to gloat uh, online against all the United fans. Yeah. I mean, would, would be something for them to at least keep it close being a league two side playing United. Um, crazy cool. things happen. In, yeah, give me like a jammy corner kick, you know, like just a corner kick. It's a little jammy. Somebody gets a foot in and it finds its way to the back of the net. And I think that's all that we really need for this one. 
Yeah, and the FA Cup is funny like that sometimes. So you, you never know. Uh, and United, we've talked about it. They have their problem scoring goals at times. Maybe this is the one where they put up seven and figure things out. Um, but who knows? I mean, plus three is all Maybe a lot Anthony of gets his first goal of the season. Maybe that's what's written in the stars here. And then all the memes stop. That'd be it. Yeah, all be a the memes. All the, that's the how this is going to be lose. really good. Yeah. Anthony will get a, get a hat trick, and then uh, I'll lose m- not just my lock, but my, my favorite meme on the internet right now. <laughs> All right, my first one, since I already hinted at it, I'm going Inter Milan minus 115 at Fiorentina. Uh, that's the money line bet. Uh, league leaders are fresh off that Supercopa victory that we talked about. I expect them to continue that form in the league against an inconsistent Viola side, one that they hammered 4 nothing. I don't think they hammered 4 nothing again, but I do like them to get the win. Yeah, like I said, I like that one a lot too. Um, I left it for you guys. I did my picks first thing in the morning. Um, I was tempted by it, but... I knew you guys weren't going to want to dive too deep into the FA Cup, so I took one for the squad and uh, left it for for either you or Nick, and you were the benefactor of that. Um, should have made, go... made the pod lock. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But there's one thing that concerns me about this line, and it's related to my next pick, mm-hmm. um, which is that line is almost too good to be true. And that's what's going on here with uh, Chelsea versus Aston Villa in the FA Cup. Aston Villa having a great season. One of the top four clubs probably in England right now. Um, Chelsea, not having such a great season. They've been slowly figuring things out, but still getting injury setbacks. I think Nkunku got hurt again, so he'll be out um, for the foreseeable future. But the lines in this one, to me, are just very backwards. Um, Chelsea, although they're at home, are sitting at plus 10. Aston Villa is plus 220. Uh, And if you're looking at draw no bet, Aston Villa at plus 140. That Honestly, that's really what I wanted was Aston Villa draw no bet at plus 40. Like the line makes no sense, but much like I had to do last weekend, I'm going to repeat it this weekend because it worked. I'm taking the Chelsea money line at plus 110. Uh, it, it really feels like this is another one of those lines that the books have set up that they're trying to trick people and funneling them into picking Aston Villa and Chelsea's going to find some way to get a result. So I'm going to fade that. I'm going to fade what I think is going to happen. I'm taking Chelsea money line because there's no real reason why the books would have the line sets this way unless something was up. Man, all right. So that that's that's yeah. I might be one of those people that falls for the the Villa. Coach, line, I know but... you're betting Aston Villa yeah. plus one forty draw no bet. I know <laughs> plus you're plus betting that. Like, how do you not bet that? Right? Like, it's how do you not? So, uh, yeah, it I'll probably no be that sense. person. Um, I I, I sat there and I was like. I wished the draw no bet line was like plus 100. I was like, if it was plus 100, I'd be fine taking it at plus 140. That's too much value for such a, like a, a risk-free bet. Uh, so I, I don't know. I just, I have to take Chelsea's money. Yeah. Line. It makes me very uncomfortable, but it's the only thing that makes sense in this world. All right. So I, we'll see what happens, but maybe I'll, I'll be able to, to help you out. I'll, I'll take it. So I'll be the one suckered in. I'll, I'll lose a few dollars and, and help, help get a win for the pod. So uh, my second one, I'm going with one that we kind of talked about a little bit. Roma team total over one and a half is minus 120 at Salernitana. Roma's attack showed some newfound rhythm under De Rossi last weekend, a lot more quick passing, a lot more attacking impetus. Um, Salernitana is last for a reason. I expect the Jalo Rossi to score at least two, like they did in the reverse fixture. Hopefully this time taking home all three points. Um, and this was another one Nick also liked. So Nick loved the inter pick. He loved this pick. I just happened to beat him to him. So early bird gets the worm. So yeah. sorry, Nick, you gotta, you at the very least got to show up to the pod if you want your, your top billing and picks. All right. My third and final lock 
we talked about how last year there was a lot of upsets in the FA Cup, and I think nobody epitomizes that level of upset more than this club that I'm taking, and that is Wrexham. I'm taking them plus one at Blackburn, which is minus 110. Uh, the good news is while Wrexham are working their way up, I think they're sitting in second place right now in League Two, um, close to promotion into League One. Uh, Blackburn, on the other hand, are sitting close to the bottom of, I believe, the championship. So I think if everything is, goes well, um, these two clubs will actually be in the same division or same same league next year. Uh, you know, Blackburn, I think, have conceded something like 50 goals on the season already. Um, their defense is leaky. Uh, so I'll take Wrexham here. Um, they're not at home, which is unfortunate. I think their their home atmosphere last year was, was great. Um, but taking the plus one, I think will kind of balance that out for me. So even if they do get an unfortunate loss, I think they're, they'll keep it close. The plus one will save me in that instance, but if they can get any sort of result or, or capture that magic from last year. If, if, if uh, what was his name, Paul Mullins, I think was the mm-hmm. guy scoring all the goals for them. If, if he can make another appearance for me, maybe we'll get another little upset on our hands and we'll, we'll take Newport County and, and wreck some to the bank. Uh, I don't know how many people can say that. Yeah, everybody's favorite underdog after the uh, Welcome to Wrexham series on FX. So it would be pretty cool to see them get a win. Um, and and if they continue to climb the league table, you know, they might be the next Cinderella story and yeah. maybe trying to get their find their way to the Premier League a la um, Button Town, right? I think if they so, can at least get to the championship, that's a massive success for them. Oh, That'd yeah. Be huge. They're, yeah. They're close. They'll be yeah. one league away, I think, um, after, after this season. Yeah, it's been quite the turnaround. Um, obviously, the injection of, you know, star power and funds helps, but... Uh, still have to climb your way up from those lower levels where you got to find these players like Mullins who, who are willing to play at that level maybe um, and help get the team up. So interesting to see would be a fun story to see them make, make a, a couple wins in the FA cup again. So uh, my last one, I'm going back to the Bundesliga um, and it is Eintracht Frankfurt. This is a Friday match money line minus one Oh five hosting mines. Eintracht is coming off a tough two, two draw on the road after being up two nothing at Darmstadt. Um, that followed a one nothing home win over Leipzig. I like to bounce back here, find that same form they had at home against a tough Leipzig side to, to win that match at home. I like the way they can do that against Mines as well, and I think minus 105 is, is too good a member to pass up on, on a Frankfurt side. That was in pretty good form before last weekend's draw. I told Coach I think we should stay away from Bundesliga based off of our performance of the one Bundesliga pick last weekend, but you can't tell Coach Worldwide to stay. Well, I did on, hit, on I did one hit country. one last week. I hit that Leverkusen bet, which was a big one. Okay. All right. That's fair. I forgot about that one. I'm sorry. I'm back, I, I'm just, I'm back fashion. I, I'm just very bitter about Stuttgart's unbelievably poor performance yeah. against Bochum of all, of all clubs. All right. That leaves us with Nick's three picks. He did not give us a whole lot of context to them. So... We'll kind of rattle through him. His first one, he's going FA Cup. He's taking Everton, Fulham, both teams to score at minus 140. That, I think Fulham is the home team in this, which should help them. Um, But, you know, Everton, I'm not a huge fan of them scoring right now. Um, I think they've got, they've been offensive challenged, offensively challenged in the last few weeks. But maybe Nick is on to something here. Minus 140 is kind of surprisingly short on odds for that. I would have, Consider that maybe around 110. So maybe he's onto something. Um, second one, he has Milan team total chances FC over one and a half minus 120. I think he's been riding Milan and goals a lot in the recent weeks. I don't know if he's been doing specifically team total, but certainly overs and both teams to score. So I think he's going to continue that trend. Um, who do Milan have this weekend, coach? Bologna. Posting Bologna. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bologna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 
So he's fading. He's he's fading his uh, he's fading his, his favorite side. Yeah. What he's, else? He's, what else would Nick yeah. do besides fade his own clubs? Uh, very on brand for him. And his last one, Genoa Lecce, both teams to score plus one fifteen. I mean, that's a that's a deep cut. I, I can't I can't even pretend that I have any rationale for why he's going with that. Do you help me out, Coach? What, what would uh, Nick be thinking? I mean, on a... Genoa tends to be an under team. I, I they have had some like one one draws. I know last week they had that two one win over Salernitana. I'm guessing he's looking there um, at this point. But um, yeah, I, I guess that's where he's going now. Just you know, for context for our listeners, he he did also love the Inter money line and Roma ones. So maybe just just tail those. It's, Two of us and three of us really like the inter pick. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The, we're going to be getting his B picks here, but maybe his B picks win. So yeah. I, I don't know. I was going to say, I think, um, I think Nick may have saw the plus sign on the both teams to score, and, and that's what he liked on it. So, yeah. Uh, don't know that we have to go too deep into it. All right, coach. Yeah, both teams to score at plus money is, is not something you see very often. So <laughs> only in Serie A do you see that, really. Um, um, pod right, lock. Coach. Yeah. Give us the pod lock. Had a loser last week. So we got to get back on the winning train. What do we have cooked up this weekend? We're going to Spain. So after Germany let us down last week, we are going to Spain. La Liga, Girona, league leaders, draw no bet, minus 120 at Celta Vigo. Um, Girona has only lost once all season and are unbeaten on the road, seven wins and three draws. Meanwhile, Celta has the third worst home record in La Liga. We're taking the league leaders here. Minus 120 on the draw no bet is a great number for a club that's been playing so well. Um, get that protection against the draw. We, we, we just, this one jumped right out at us. Coach, I'm going to try and sell you on a on a parlay, all right? We're going to take Girona minus uh, or draw no bet at minus 120 and we're going to take Aston Villa draw no bet at plus 140. I think that comes out to being plus 340 in a parlay. Maybe plus 240. Yeah, plus I, 240 on the parlay. I like it. Um because I like them both individually. And and the fact that you're getting them draw no bet, right, I, I think is what really sells me on it because it gives you the protection that even if one of them does push, um, as long as neither yeah. loses, obviously, if you get to push on one, you're still getting a pretty decent payout on it. Right. That's that's the thing that I like about that is even if you, you don't nail both legs, if you get a push yeah. on one, you're still having an okay payout. But do plus 240 for a, a Villa and, and Girona uh, draw no bet parlay is... Yeah, we may have to. We may have to. Well, I was gonna say we have to put that out on Patreon. Too late. We just gave it out to the masses. Yeah. But um, maybe I'll. As long as you're listening stuff. to the full episode, yeah. then that's right. They, they've got it. That's right. All right. I think that about does it for this week. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll make sure Nick joins. Um, if you are not subscribed to us, you can subscribe to us on any of your podcast platforms, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it. Um, we're also on YouTube, so if you're on YouTube now, you're seeing our faces. If you want to see our faces, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Kicks and Picks Pod. And as mentioned, we have a Patreon, so if you want everything a day early, we try to get these turned around before we, we push them out to the public onto our Patreon channel. If you want our written picks, if you want some of the extra content we do here and there with props, make sure you go to our Patreon. I think it's $5 a month, pretty pretty basic level, uh, but you get everything. We're not here to do eight tiers and stagger things out. So um, hopefully we'll see you on one of those channels in the coming weeks. Um, but until then, uh, enjoy your week and may your, your bets all be winners. <laughs>